Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday, the 12th of November. On the Hebrew calendar, it is the 8th of Kislev. This week, our Torah portion is called Vayetze, which means he went out. And today's reading, the sixth reading, is Genesis 31, 17 through 42. I also want to give you a little heads up that our reading today from the prophets will be Judges 19. And just depending on the ages of your children, if you have younger children listening along with you, you might want to either skip that part or um, pop some earbuds in. Just wanted to give you a little heads up on that. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then Yaakov rose up and set his sons and his wives on the camels. And he took away all his livestock and all his possessions which he had gathered, including the livestock which he had gained in Padan Aram, to go to Yitzchak his father, to the land of Canaan. Now Lavan had gone to shear his sheep, and Rachel stole the tarafim that were her father's. Yaakov deceived Lavan the Syrian, in that he did not tell him that he was running away. So he fled with all that he had. He rose up, passed over the river, and set his face toward the mountain of Gilad. Lavan was told on the third day that Yaakov had fled. He took his relatives with him and pursued him seven days' journey. He overtook him in the mountain of Gilad. God came to Lavan the Syrian in a dream of the night and said to him, Be careful that you do not speak to Yaakov either good or bad. Lavan caught up with Yaakov. Now Yaakov had pitched his tent on the mountain, and Lavan, with his relatives, camped in the mountain of Gilad. And Lavan said to Yaakov, What have you done, that you have deceived me and carried away my daughters like captives of the sword? Why did you flee secretly, and deceive me, and did not tell me, that I might have sent you away with mirth and with song, with tambourine and with harp, and did not allow me to kiss my sons and my daughters? Now you have done foolishly, It is in the power of my hand to hurt you, but the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Be careful that you do not speak to Yaakov either good or bad. Now you want to be gone, because you greatly longed for your father's house. But why have you stolen my gods? Then Yaakov answered and said to Lavan, Because I was afraid, for I said, lest you should take your daughters from me by force. Anyone you find your gods with shall not live. Before our relatives, discern what is yours with me and take it. 
for Yaakov did not know that Rachel had stolen them. And Lavan went into Yaakov's tent, into Leah's tent, and into the tent of the two female servants, but he did not find them. And he went out of Leah's tent and entered into Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the trophim, put them in the camel's saddle, and sat on them. Lavan felt around all the tent, but did not find them. She said to her father, Do not let my lord be angry that I cannot rise up before you, for I am having my period. And he searched, but did not find the trophim. Then Yaakov became angry and argued with Lavan. And Yaakov answered and said to Lavan, What is my trespass? What is my sin that you have hotly pursued me? Now that you have felt around in all my goods, what have you found of all your household goods? Set it here before my relatives and your relatives, that they may judge between us two. These twenty years I have been with you. Your ewes and your female goats have not cast their young, and I have not eaten the rams of your flocks. That which was torn of animals I did not bring to you, I bore its loss. Of my hand you required it, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. This was my situation, in the day that drought consumed me, and in the frost by night, and my sleep fled from my eyes. These twenty years I have been in your house. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for your flock, and you have changed my wages ten times. Unless the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Yitzchak had been with me, Surely now you would have sent me away empty. God has seen my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuked you last night. That was Genesis thirty-one seventeen through 42. And today our portion from the prophets will be Judges 19. And as I mentioned in the introduction, this chapter contains a lot of sensitive Subject matters, so be advised if you've got your little ones nearby. And it came to pass in those days, when there was no king in Israel, there was a certain Levite living on the farther side of the hill country of Ephraim, who took for himself a concubine from Bethlehem in Judah. And his concubine played the prostitute against him, and went away from him to her father's house, to Bethlehem, Judah, and was there for four months. Then her husband arose and went after her to speak kindly to her, to bring her again, having his servant with him and a couple of donkeys. She brought him into her father's house, and when the father of the young lady saw him, he rejoiced to meet him. And his father-in-law, the young lady's father, kept him there, and he stayed with him three days. So they ate and drank and stayed there. And on the fourth day, they got up early in the morning, and he rose up to depart. The young lady's father said to his son-in-law, Strengthen your heart with a morsel of bread, and afterward you shall go your way. So they sat down, ate and drank, both of them together. Then the young lady's father said to the man, Please be pleased to stay all night and let your heart be merry. The man rose up to depart, 
but his father-in-law urged him, and he stayed there again. He arose early in the morning on the fifth day to depart, and the young lady's father said, Please strengthen your heart and stay until the day declines. And they both ate. When the man rose up to depart, he and his concubine and his servant, his father-in-law, the young lady's father, said to him, Behold, now the day draws toward evening. Please stay all night. Behold, the day is ending. Stay here, that your heart may be merry, and tomorrow go on your way early, that you may go home. But the man was not willing to stay that night. So he rose up and went near Yevus, also called Jerusalem. With him were a couple of saddled donkeys. His concubine also was with him. When they were by Yevus, the day was far spent, and the servant said to his master, Please, come and let us enter into the city of the Jebusites and stay in it. His master said to him, We will not enter into the city of a foreigner that is not of the sons of Israel, but we will pass over to Gibeah. And he said to his servant, Come, and let us draw near to one of these places, and we will lodge in Gibeah or in Ramah. So they passed on and went their way, and the sun went down on them near Giva, which belongs to Binyamin. They went over there to go in to stay in Gibeah, and he went in and sat down in the street of the city, for there was no one who took them into his house to stay. Behold, an old man came from his work out of the field at evening. Now the man was from the hill country of Ephraim, and he lived in Gibeah. But the men of the place were Benjamites. He lifted up his eyes and saw the traveler in the street of the city, and the old man said, Where are you going? Where did you come from? He said to him, We are passing from Bethlehem Yehuda to the farther side of the hill country of Ephraim. I am from there, and I went to Bethlehem Yehuda. I am going to the house of the Lord, and there is no one who has taken me into his house. Yet there is both straw and feed for our donkeys, and there is bread and wine also for me and for your servant, and for the young man who is with your servants. There is no lack of anything. The old man said, Shalom to you. Just let me supply all your needs, but do not sleep in the street. So he brought him into his house and gave the donkeys fodder. Then they washed their feet and ate and drank. While they were making their hearts merry, behold, the men of the city, certain wicked fellows, surrounded the house, beating at the door. And they spoke to the master of the house, the old man, saying, Bring out the man who came into your house, that we may have our desire of him. The man, the master of the house, went out to them and said to them, No, my brothers, please do not act so wickedly. Since this man has come into my house, do not do this folly. Behold, here is my virgin daughter and his concubine. I will bring them out now, humble them, and do with them what seems good to you. But to this man do not do any such folly. But the men would not listen to him. So the man grabbed his concubine and brought her out to them, and they had sex with her and abused her all night until the morning. And when the day began to dawn, 
they let her go. Then the woman came in the dawning of the day and fell down at the door of the man's house, where her master was until it was light. Her master rose up in the morning and opened the door of the house and went out to go his way. And behold, the woman, his concubine, had fallen down at the door of the house with her hands on the threshold. And he said to her, Get up and let us get going. But no one answered. Then he took her up on the donkey, and the man rose up and went to his place. When he entered his house, he took a knife and laid hold of his concubine and divided her limb by limb into twelve pieces and sent her throughout all the borders of Israel. It was so that all who saw it said, Such a deed has not been done or seen from the day that the sons of Israel came up out of the land of Egypt to this day. Consider it, take counsel, and speak. That was Judges 19. And now today's portion from the writings is Psalm 40. For the chief musician, a psalm by David. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He has put a new song in my mouth, a praise to our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust and does not look to the proud or to those who run after lies. Many, Lord my God, are the wonderful works which you have done and your thoughts toward us. None can compare with you. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be counted. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire. You have opened my ears. You have not required burnt offering and sin offering. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the scroll of a book it is written about me. I delight to do your will, my God. Your Torah is in my inmost parts. I have proclaimed glad news of righteousness in the great assembly. Behold, I will not seal my lips. Lord, you know. I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have declared your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your loving kindness and your truth from the great assembly. Lord, do not withhold your tender mercies from me. Let your loving kindness and your truth continually preserve me. For innumerable evils have surrounded me. My iniquities have overtaken me so that I am not able to look up. They are more than the hairs of my head. My heart has failed me. Be pleased, Lord, to deliver me. Hurry to help me, Lord. Let them be disappointed and confounded together who seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be turned backward and brought to dishonor who delight in my hurt. Let them be desolate by reasons of their shame, who say to me, Aha, aha. Let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. 
Let such as love your salvation say continually, Let the Lord be exalted. But I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my help and my deliverance. Do not delay, my God. That was Psalm 40, and today's portion from the Apostles is Mark 1, verses 1 through 20. The beginning of the good news of Yeshua the Messiah, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make ready the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Yohanan came immersing in the wilderness and proclaiming the immersion of repentance for forgiveness of sins. All the country of Judea and all those of Jerusalem went out to him, and they were immersed by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. Now Yohanan was clothed with camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the thong of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and loosen. I immerse you with water, but he will immerse you in the Ruach HaKodesh. In those days Yeshua came from Nazareth of Galil and was immersed by Yohanan in the Yarden. And immediately, coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens parting and the Ruach descending on him like a dove, and a voice came out of heaven. You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Immediately the Ruach drove him out into the wilderness, and he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and the angels were serving him. Now after Yohanan was taken into custody, Yeshua came into Galil, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, and believe in the good news. Passing along by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Shimon and Andrew, the brother of Shimon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Yeshua said to them, Come after me, and I will make you into fishers for men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going on a little farther from there, he saw Yaakov, the son of Zavdai, and Yohanan, his brother, who were also in the boat mending the nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zavdai in the boat with the hired servants and went after him. That was Mark 1, 1 through 20. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year cycle, you'll be reading Romans 16 today also. Well, that wraps up our readings for Friday. However, since tomorrow is Shabbat and we don't post any um, podcast episodes on Shabbat, I'll be reading for tomorrow today in this episode as well. So let's go to our readings for tomorrow. Tomorrow will be Shabbat or Saturday, the 13th of November, 
and the ninth day of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. Our portion, our section of the Torah that we'll be reading is the last part of Parashat Vayetze, which means he went out, and it is Genesis 31, 43 through 32 and verse 2. Lavan answered Yaakov, The daughters are my daughters, the children are my children, the flocks are my flocks, and all that you see is mine. What can I do today to these my daughters, or to their children whom they have borne? Now come, let us make a covenant, you and I. Let it be for a witness between me and you. So Yaakov took a stone and set it up for a pillar. And Yaakov said to his relatives, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a heap, and they ate there by the heap. Lavan called it Yigar Shahaduta, but Yaakov called it Gal Ed. And Lavan said, This heap is witness between me and you today. Therefore it was named Gal Ed, and Mitzbah, for he said, The Lord watch between me and you when we are absent from one another. If you afflict my daughters, or if you take wives in addition to my daughters, no man is with us. Behold, God is witness between me and you. Lavan said to Yaakov, See this heap, and see this pillar which I have set between me and you. May this heap be a witness, and the pillar be a witness, that I will not pass over this heap to you, and that you will not pass over this heap and this pillar to me for harm. The God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. Then Yaakov swore by the fear of his father Yitzchak. Yaakov offered a sacrifice in the mountain and called his relatives to eat bread. And they ate bread and stayed all night in the mountain. Early in the morning, Lavan rose up and kissed his sons and his daughters, and blessed them. Lavan departed and returned to his place. So Yaakov went on his way, and the angels of God met him. When he saw them, Yaakov said, This is God's camp, and he called the name of that place Machanaim. That was Genesis 31-43-32 verse 3. The Haftarah portion for this Shabbat is Hosea chapter 12 and verse 12 through chapter 14 and verse 9. However, in a Bible that uses the Hebrew chapter and verse counting, it is Hosea 12, 13 through 14, 10. Yaakov fled into the country of Aram. And Israel served to get a wife, and for a wife he tended flocks and herds. By a prophet the Lord brought Israel up out of Egypt, and by a prophet he was preserved. Ephraim was bitterly provoked to anger. Therefore his blood will be left on him, and his Lord will return his reproach on him. When Ephraim spoke, there was trembling. He exalted himself in Israel, But when he became guilty in Baal, he died. 
Now they sin more and more, and have made themselves molten images of their silver, even idols according to their own understanding, all of them the work of the craftsmen. They say of them, They offer human sacrifices and kiss the calves. Therefore they will be like the morning mist and like the dew that passes away early, like the chaff that is driven with the whirlwind out of the threshing floor and like the smoke of the chimney. Yet I am the Lord your God from the land of Egypt, and you shall acknowledge no God but me, and besides me there is no Savior. I knew you in the wilderness, in the land of great drought. According to their pasture, so were they filled. They were filled, and their heart was exalted. Therefore they have forgotten me. Therefore I am like a lion to them, like a leopard. I will lurk by the path. I will meet them like a bear that is bereaved of her cubs, and will tear the covering of their heart. There I will devour them like a lioness. The wild animal will tear them. You are destroyed, O Israel, because you are against me, against your help. Where is your king now, that he may save you in all your cities? And your judges of whom you said, Give me a king and princess. I have given you a king in my anger, and have taken him away in my wrath. The guilt of Ephraim is stored up, his sin is stored up. The sorrows of a travailing woman will come on him. He is an unwise son, for when it is time, he does not come to the opening of the womb. I will ransom them from the hand of Sheol. I will redeem them from death. O death, where are your plagues? O Sheol, where is your destruction? Compassion will be hidden from my eyes. Though he is fruitful among his brothers, an east wind will come, the breath of the Lord coming up from the wilderness, and his spring will become dry, and his fountain will be dried up. He will plunder the storehouse of treasure. Samaria will bear her guilt, for he she has rebelled against her God. They will fall by the sword, their infants will be dashed in pieces, and their pregnant women will be ripped open. Israel, return to the Lord your God, for you have fallen because of your sin. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Tell him, forgive all our sins and accept that which is good. So we offer our lips like bulls. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride on horses, and we will no longer say to the work of our hands, our gods, for in the fatherless, for in you the fatherless finds mercy. I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely, for my anger is turned away from him. I will be like the dew to Israel. He will blossom like the lily and send down his roots like Lebanon. His branches will spread. His beauty will be like the olive tree and his fragrance like Lebanon. Men will dwell in his shade. They will revive like the grain and blossom like the vine. Their fragrance will be like the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim, what more have I to do with idols? I answer 
and will take care of him. I am like a cypress, a green cypress tree. From me your fruit is found. Who is wise that he may understand these things? Who is prudent that he may know them? For the ways of the Lord are right, and the righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. That was the Haftarah portion for this week, Hosea twelve twelve through fourteen nine. Our final portion is a portion for Shabbat from the Apostles, and this week it is John one forty three through fifty one. On the next day, he was determined to go out into Galil, and he found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him, of whom Moshe in the Torah and the prophets wrote, Yeshua of Nazareth, the son of Yosef. And Nathanael said to him, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Yeshua saw Nathanael coming to him and said about him, Behold an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Yeshua answered and said to him, Before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are King of Israel. Yeshua answered and said to him, Because I told you I saw you underneath the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I tell you all. Hereafter you will see heaven opened, and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. That was John or Yohanan 1, 43-51, and it concludes our readings for this week. Thank you for following along with us as we read the scriptures this year. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shabbat Shalom.